And the Emmy goes to. And the Emmy goes to. And the Emmy goes to. Breaking Bad. Batman. Modern Family. Feet. Homeland. The Crown. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Next Best Series podcast, episode 26 here, part of the Next Best Picture podcast umbrella. I am your host, Matt Neglia. Time of recording is 9.19 p.m. on May 18th, 2022. We are deep into Emmy season right now because there's so much quality content playing on television and still so much more to come. The last time we were here, I thought we had so much to talk about. We discussed Shows like Severance, The Dropout, Moon Knight, Bridgerton, Pam and Tommy, The Beginning of Ozark. Well, Ozark has ended. Moon Knight has ended. Shows that we were previewing have now come back, such as Better Call Saul, Barry, and we still have other shows like Stranger Things, The Boys, and a bunch of others still to come in the weeks ahead. We even got an out-of-nowhere trailer for Westworld Season 4. Y'all remember Westworld? Westworld exists? So we're going to talk about not just the stuff that we've been watching, but also the stuff that we still are looking forward to in the months to come as we get closer to the Primetime Emmy Awards. Here to join me for this episode, I have Nadia Delamonte. Hello, everybody. And Will Mavity. Hello, hello, hello. Will, I've known you for a long time. Probably too long. <laughs> and it's funny because I remember uh, when we were in the early days of the podcast, this whole television next best series thing kind of kicked off as an excuse for me to talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. It was season seven, and I just wanted an outlet to talk about that show week by week. And, you know, from that, uh, we started branching off and talking about more television, which is something that, you know, I have to admit, like, I've always been a little bit reluctant to do because we cover films so much. And, Television is, is its own beast, its own monster in terms of the amount of content. And I, I just like f- get freaked out over the idea of, oh, my God, you're telling me I have to cover all this on top of the stuff that we're already doing. Like, I'm already stretched thin as is, you know, like as uh, Bilbo Baggins says, too much, uh, b- too little butter scraped over too much bread. <laughs> and so... Yeah, I think with uh, what we do here with these monthly shows where we basically recap what we've been watching is a a good format for now. But I would like to at some point maybe return to those episode specific types of reviews or kind of like what we did for Stranger Things season three or Big Little Lies, where we did a podcast uh, for these like mini series or just for these shortened seasons where uh, it was like one podcast dedicated to the whole thing. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out as we go. Yeah, I feel like that's going to happen for Dance of the Dragons. Oh, House <laughs> of the Dragon? Yeah. House of the Dragons, yeah. Yeah. You you really know how to get to my heart, don't you? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> and you're going to be like predicting, and it's like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen despite the fact you've read Fire and Blood. Yes. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't wait for that. I, I have watched that trailer. I think at this point, like 50 times, <laughs> I can't get enough of it. You know, as much as the final season of Game of Thrones was flawed, imperfect, a disappointment, whatever adjective you want to use, I'm still very much looking forward to going back to that world. And I'm just glad, based on what we saw in that teaser trailer, that 
HBO and the cast and crew look to have recaptured the look and the feel of Game of Thrones. And the music. I, I, I mean, I'm hoping that it's good. I know that the source material is good. And if they translate it well, it, it will be, I think, just a, like, I mean, think about it this way, right? Who would have thought that Better Call Saul, that we would be talking about it in the way that we were talking about the final seasons of Breaking Bad, where we're now comparing the two, saying, hey, yeah, they're two different shows, sure, uh, tonally different at times, but in terms of just overall quality, Better Call Saul is meeting the high standard at Breaking Bad set all those years ago. Yeah, with House of the Dragon, um, you know, it's being co-showrun by George R. R. Martin. As we know, with Thrones, that show worked best the more of Martin's material they had to work with. So I think that's a good sign. And then, you know, Sapochnik isn't writing, but he's one of the three kind of heads of the show. And then who's the the other showrunner? Is this someone who's established their bona fides? Well, not not exactly. Because everyone keeps saying that they have uh, that they do have hope in this guy. And I don't know what it's based on, but essentially it's Ryan Condal. And he has essentially done um, the TV show Colony, which I think is what people are referencing when they say that they're excited for it. But then like his screenwriting credits for the movies are the Dwayne Johnson movies, Hercules and Rampage. Oh man, <laughs> and I just, I, I just, I just don't get the overwhelming sense of confidence. So maybe I need to watch Colony to find out. Yeah, you know what's uh, Craig Mazin? Chernobyl was amazing, and his screenwriting credits were maybe even worse before that. So that's true. Maybe he works better in TV. Maybe, maybe. All right, well, enough of that. We'll have plenty to discuss with that show when we get closer to it. Obviously, later this summer, August twenty first. You. You better be sure I have my calendar marked for that. All right. But Nadia, I want to know about you. I want to know about your television viewing habits. I want to know what is your relationship like with television over the years and how do you watch it now? Like, do you make time? Is it something that you just happen to fall upon? Do you stay on top of what's like in the awards conversation or do you have like your just your specific favorites? Uh, Tell me a little bit about that first. Yeah, so I I used to be a very, very gradual TV watcher. Every now and then I would commit to a series, and I think it was primarily based on word of mouth, even more so than what I was seeing on the internet. But lately, I would classify myself as a binge watcher, for sure. I went from gradual every now and then to consuming so much all at once. I think I'm watching a lot more TV shows all at once now than I've ever had before. I can tell you right now, like specifically at this point in time, that is very true for me. I don't think I've ever watched this much TV simultaneously before ever. Yeah. And there's just so much to keep up with. And there's a lot of great material out there as well. Um, So, and I think it goes hand in hand with just how many more streaming uh, sites there have been over the years and how much television has kind of caught up with it. So right now, I'm very much a binge watcher. I'm consuming as much as I can because there's so much that I want to see. And I'm kind of keeping up with it right now, or at least trying to. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. 
The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Hey there. I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon. And Will, while I'm very familiar with your TV viewing habits, for the listeners out there that may not be, uh, why don't you uh, clue them in on how you manage to tend law school while also doing this movie stuff and the TV stuff on top of it. <laughs> yeah, I um it's funny Matt mentions that he knows we delayed the um the start of this recording by 15 minutes cuz I am now in the wonderful world of bar preparation. Salcom and will be proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I actually think um during law school part of the reason I think I've gotten more into TV is having a busy schedule as many people have and I'm, I'm sure that's a big part of why tv's popular um you know tv with its shorter run times generally is more conducive to watching here and there when it's only something like barry is only a 30 minute commitment and the oh, drama please don't stuff, remind me i know the drama stuff is only 45 minutes to an hour so it's definitely tv is definitely i think been a bit of a godsend for getting to consume good content during this time and obviously a lot of the times it's easier to see the most recent stuff without having to go out to the theater or even to a screening you know either you know through hollywood critic association or something you get episodes in bulk or it's a situation where you uh you just watch them week by week as they premiere so i have kept up a lot of stuff during law school and I'm trying to this summer. I'm currently, of course, watching week by week Barry, Better Call Saul. Um, I need to catch up on Hacks. I've heard the new season is fantastic. And um, I will be eagerly starting The Boys season three when it drops. So those are some of my biggest. And then I really love everything on Apple TV. I've watched Pachinko. I've watched Severance. I've watched The After Party. I even watched We Crash, the miniseries. They're really good, and they're just putting out so much good content. Now, I've got to do Ozark. I'm still behind on that, so that's one I'm waiting on. Ooh, you know what? Maybe I should start off with that, actually, because uh, we discussed Ozark briefly on the last uh, podcast, and 
now that I've seen how Ozark ends, I'm not going to get into spoilers because, you know, obviously, Will, you still need to see it, but I will just put it out there into the ether that... Hey, everyone, sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of episode 26 of the Next Best Series podcast, where we talk about television under the Next Best Picture podcast umbrella. In order to get the full episode, you will have to head on over to Next Best Pictures Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get the rest of this episode and other exclusive podcast content from us as well. You have been listening to the Next Best Series podcast, part of the Next Best Picture podcast umbrella, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and if you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, drop us a comment, rate us five stars. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Christina Yerling Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential. Join me as I go way behind the scenes with some of the most influential people in entertainment and media. Hear actors such as Succession's Brian Cox talk about his favorite characters to play. There always has to be a mystery. The audience have to be in a situation where they want to know what's going on. Meet studio execs like Pixar chief Pete Docter and learn his secret on how he makes us cry. Emotion is our first language. And so many others who are defining popular culture, from Obama speechwriter David Litt to Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi. We don't often think about food politically or we don't want to, but it really is. Join me. Search for Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts.